0: All right, just because I have a very boring life uh, over Christmas season, uh, holiday, vacation, and I watched a video of this amazing uh, gospel singer. Okay. And he's, he's down south. He's like... Um, Probably around like West Virginia area, I think he said. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Of, So um, I, I wanted to share that with our podcast group because I, I think it might be something that you're going to hum through the day once you hear it.
1: Just one of those things that gets stuck. In you your get head. stuck
0: in your head, but it isn't. It's an older song, so you might not know it if you're not part of the old Pentecostal school or right. you're an old Baptist. But I think you're going to like it. Um, he goes by the name of. Brad Yaz. Yes. Brad Yaz. Yes. I think that might be just a sandal on Instagram, but it's got you. Gotcha. gotcha.
1: This song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. He's, he's a famous Um guy. It has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. Amen. It's um, mm. good. But it was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002, uh, with one of the best quartets out there today, Brian Free and Assurance. Yep. And okay. I was pliv- uh, privileged to be able to sing this one with Brian Free.
2: Mm. And that's awesome. uh,
1: I don't know if I beat him that night or not, but ever since uh, then, we've. Had yeah. competitions. I've wore him out. It's going to be uh, too. I can see right Not it's like to make me look good? Or anything, yeah. Yeah. What Gospel singing kind of But, yeah, more yeah. so, but uh, so, competition. this is one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. Has, uh, oh, there really you go. Made, uh, North Carolina. North Their top choice. So therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. In it's his church, Looking he's number one.
0: City. Here we go. In his church. Okay. This is. Uh, get ready. you start your head. sock right now.
1: There it is. I didn't know you were
0: Oh <laughs> He goes. I don't looking know. You're gonna start that city key.
1: Built above,
0: city oh my! I'm blessed. We'll never die. I am absolutely where filled right now. Could you imagine being in that congregation and being in that presence of that guy? I, you know, I'm it in my head right now. Yeah. We'll I mean, you're talking about somebody. He knows what he's doing. True. Oh, somebody's clapping there for a second.
1: Oh, key change. It's impressive. <laughs> that falsetto though—he had a falsetto for a second there. <laughs> He's going for it. It's. Never
0: I don't know how you cannot be blessed by this. <laughs> Oh, here we go. To the next city. level. Another key change. Step never, up. Another key change. I don't even know if that's alto anymore.
1: That's like a whole that. another level.
0: Oh, my gosh. A little B sharp there.
1: Pastor Gary's <laughs> <He's> taking <laughs> off his headphones right now. <laughs> You're
0: going to miss out the blessing part. This is really
1: good. Another one? He's going, yeah, Where we'll never die.
0: this is a fourth key change for him. A Not a lot of singers can do that. Never no, it still sounds
1: like you're in the same key the whole time. Where when you start that high up on the scale, old. yeah, it's hard to do that many key changes. And right oh yeah, absolutely. Come our Holy Spirit, yeah. Our homes right
0: oh, he had to stop yes. there for a second. There you go. We should get him to come to Harbor Light, right? I agree. Think? Pastor Gary? Put my dad and
1: Ted out of business. Well, you know, I know he's really booked up and busy, so I wouldn't <laughs> even try to...
0: Oh We're going to do our best, <laughs> but I promise. Is that for real? That's for real. <laughs> I, I, the thing is, if you watch the video, it's hilarious. Everybody's sitting there, you know, and they're all just ready to hear a good gospel singer get ready to just go go nuts, right? And uh, so he's, he's sitting up there on a stool, like getting ready to sing this song. And you heard him talking about all the people he's connected with throwing all all these names in the gospel music industry. So everybody's probably like, this is good. And then the piano player starts and you're like, oh, this is awesome. We got a really good country piano player that can play gospel music. And then he starts. And then you just, you feel the blessing coming off that stage the whole time. I mean, it's just. And
2: you know, what's really interesting is he beat somebody.
0: Yeah, he beat somebody (laughs) in the gospel music industry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had anybody come to the church like that we've yes we have yeah uh-huh so you're really cautious <laughs> into who you let now we
2: let this we, my dad had this guy come one time and he was uh he was pretty good but he was when he was singing he was standing behind the pulpit yeah right, singing and um he was very nonchalant while he was singing oh okay, but he was yeah, doing yeah. a great job right yeah right. He was singing but he, he would like pull out his wallet he's kind of like thumb through family photos He's like whoa we're like, he's like like, like <laughs> you know, we're going to get this receipt. Oh and while he's singing, yeah, it was the craziest thing
1: i ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, I, Oh, this much? What? <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. You have found us. More podcast where we want you to know God more deeply. Find lasting freedom, discover your destiny, and make an eternal difference. Now.
0: Well, welcome to this week's podcast. Do you ever wonder why you take the time each week to listen to more podcasts? Because you want to hear songs like that right songs that you go away just blessed just, just thinking you're just- <laughs> listening to something that's written by leonardo da vinci and then you're realizing it's picasso <laughs> that's so true gosh uh well i'll tell you why more why you do listen uh, more stands for maximizing opportunities for right now in eternity So stop asking why you listen. Just never forget to listen and pass it on. Well, this episode has been brought to you by the burrito blanket. I mean, who hasn't thought to themselves in these cold winter months? I sure would love to be wrapped in a warm burrito wrapper. Me too. Yeah. It's one of my all-time dreams. That's That's going to be be an acquisition of mine. I'm going to get a burrito blanket well you can do that now you can find it on amazon it's relatively cheap about 27 bucks all you gotta do is put in promo code me local me love my burrito and then you (laughs) you get some
2: my my grandkids have um a pizza yeah a blanket and a couple of taco blankets and probably a quesadilla with a blanket and yeah they, they, you know they're warm and fuzzy and they're great but they look like they're laying there under a piece of pizza it's yeah right yeah, uh,
0: yeah that's hilarious they yeah. you know oh, and the, I, I loved how um when i was reading the the people commenting on buying the burrito uh-huh. blanket like it's amazing because after you wash it 10 or 12 times it still looks like a burrito right uh, like they're expecting it to like um, made I think, it wow or something. That's a sales pitch. Okay. So uh, promo loco uh, promo code promo loco promo loco uh, me loco me love my burrito and you get some uh, some money off that Uh, you know oh yeah thanks to more podcast and all of our salesmen on staff Uh, we'll take care of you. Well, the only pastor I know who can talk about eternity and make it seem like just an hour, Pastor Gary Mendel.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, sitting across the table from me right now, the man with all the buttons and knobs and the talent that goes behind all of this, my dear friend and uh, wonderful man who comes from uh, Chicago, Illinois area at one particular time in his uh, ministry career pastor alex norton thank you thank you
0: yeah chicago we had to drive through there going to christmas that's what i heard yeah and i'm telling you at this age before when i lived there i was in my late 20s and going there now it's like a totally different thing did you get einstein bagels i did not we didn't drive much i didn't want to go anywhere like let's just stay in the house there's six cheese bagels is it oh gosh yeah. I, I love their six-cheese bagel. Uh, well, this guy that's sitting next to me here is a guy that uh, his cooking is unique. Even the smoke alarm cheers him on with applause when he starts doing his masterpieces, culinary masterpieces, Mr. Mike Britton. Yes, especially the last night when I tried to cook my salad. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> they were really yeah. pausing. <laughs> <laughs> last night, I got to tell you. My wife, you know, she's on this kick now with cuz what we do for the parent fasting, we we start our fast at, at daybreak and then we end it at sunset. Okay. And so at nighttime that's the only time we, we eat through the day. And so she is like, "Let's do healthy cooking." I'm like, "No. If I've been fasting for the whole day, <laughs> I want I want to eat something so when I go to bed at night, I'm not like starving." And she's like, "Well, let we do salads and stuff." i mm-hmm. I'm like, "No." It's not going to work. So last Mm. night she was trying to talk me into getting a salad, putting a salad together. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I eventually talked her into beef stroganoff. Okay. Yeah. It was good. It was was so good. I was a happy man because I, anything with gravy and meat. Yeah. I'm good for it. Well, we, uh, let's take a a ID break and be right back. You're listening to the more Podcast with Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex and maybe some other high caffeinated hosts. Well, I have my uh, tweets to come in off the fax machine, which we have up here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. One of the few fax machines still alive. Runs super yep. silently.
2: You <laughs> never hear it.
0: <laughs> you never hear it. But uh, I spark. have the paper hot off the press uh, because I can't obviously look at it on my computer right now while we're in obviously. studio. But yeah. Uh, the more podcast uh, on Christmas break is like Santa leaving you a be back soon note. Hurry back, Santa. My ears miss you. Uh, that's from uh, Christmas Quiet. Okay. Well, it's nice. That's I mean, I'm, we're That's glad sweet. to be back from Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we got a few more episodes. Well, in Happy us. New Year, everybody.
0: Yeah. Happy New Year 2020. But did you guys stay up for New Year at all? Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> I went right to bed. Yep. As soon as it struck 12.06, I was, di- I was oh, out. Oh, you were out already. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were in there already. I mean, you probably went to bed like at seven.
2: Yeah. Maybe, maybe stayed up till eight. Oh, it's <laughs> a long night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we
0: stayed up to about Park ten, and again? I did. I'm like, we're going to bed, mm-hmm. so I, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Uh, another one on the on the more podcast. I saw on social that uh, Pastor Alex is taking the Lions' loss harder than my grandma takes losing at bingo. Serious business, Lion loss saga. Yeah, that was stupid. I, you know, it took a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer to get over my anger, a lot of perseverance, a lot of perseverance. Yeah. Um, I felt happy for all the Michiganders who won University of Michigan game. Yes, they were all that mm-hmm. But I was One grieving. Of the only times you'll ever
1: hear me say go blue.
0: <laughs> but I was grieving really bad uh, through the yeah. whole thing, you know. You got to feel happy for other people, absolutely. But for yourself, you're kind of like, I just, I just don't feel it. At the same time,
1: those colors, ah, no.
2: I have, I have only heard about the game. I didn't get a chance to watch it. It but was a really was good a, game. Yeah, it was like a referees, or umpires took it away. Oh it's yeah, on, it's on, right. uh,
0: it, it, Everybody's saying lines. it was shady. And then the thing is, yeah, that's usually the fans are going to say it anyways if you right. lose. Yeah. But then when you have all of these uh, hosts on ESPN and all these guys, are and like, then you that hate, was messed up.
1: And then you hear that they're. Definitely
0: out of the running for the NFL 2024 playoffs. Right. They kicked them like out. They're, they're, they're out. The whole the refs. The oof, whole the refs. referee staff. Oh, oh, okay. That's under the, that, that guy. That game. Yeah. 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 Was it Brady Allen or something? Yeah. Ed, Edward Allen. Is oh, it yeah. Edward? Or Edward Brady. Or Edward. Talk, something I'm, Edward. Something <laughs> Allen. Something Brady. We don't want to talk know. about that guy. We don't know his name because we don't care about well, him. Well, he's out. He's out. Yeah. yeah. It was stupid because you can obviously see from the video that 68 70 went up to him.
1: And 68 just got out something. Right as he was getting up to him, the ref started running off.
0: Yeah. He's like, okay, okay. It's very obvious that he didn't care. He didn't care. And he heard, he heard him say it, but then said he didn't hear him. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I was, these guys are trying to look up the stats and when that last happened in a game and nobody can find anything about it for the eligibility, um, violation. Yeah. So like nobody has ever seen this happen before. And so this guy pulled it out of somewhere, some ancient book that the referees have that it does exist. It's an actual rule. Yeah. But there's no NFL player that's getting paid $25 million a game that's going to go out like a high schooler and forget to do it. I mean, they're going to go out and do it. And I mean, he see, did it.
1: You can see him clearly, like, kind of give him a signal yeah. silently and kind of, like, hushed, like, Hey, it's me. I'm the one who's going to catch it. Right. Or that's I'm one of the people who's going to catch it. Right. You can clearly see it on the video.
0: And, and they I, had the conversation prior to the game because yeah. Dan Campbell said he went and shared all the trick plays they're going to do for the game. Right, which is a common thing apparently in the oh, NFL. Yeah, I didn't know. So they let the referees know this could happen. So it is scripted. So be be prepared that you might see this happen in a game. This is what it looks like, and then they have to approve it. So right. this referee's signature is on the approval list for the tricks. So he's like, these are all and these are all kosher. You can go ahead and use them. So, anyways, it was bad. It was very bad. Uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but the Michigan Wolverines just won. Uh, somewhere out there, a Spartan is quietly turning their gear into dish rags right now. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, from Gold Blue. This is probably from Ted. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure this is a,
2: it a seemed Ted like tweet. It seemed like praise and worship was extra anointed this weekend. Yeah, it he, did. Uh, he was really from what on I saw fire. in the video, yeah, he was really,
0: really excited about worship. So I don't know. You know, maybe whatever. Whatever, you know, Holy Spirit uses to encourage you to worship, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm smiling right now, but I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> you know, the whole time I'm thinking, Blessed be your name in that last, the second verse. And I will praise what, you I mean, the in the desert. <laughs> Yeah, as I'm crying, let's take an ID break. Oh, don't go nowhere. More podcasts, has more to say. Get your feet moving. Get up from your office desk and start jiggling it. Yes, just do this. You're <laughs> <laughs> on more podcasts. We'll be right back. You know, whenever we play that ID break, I think to myself, I can see Linda Murray uh-huh. at her uh-huh. office desk, yeah, getting okay. up at that point mm-hmm. and just just dancing for a minute, right. you know, as a little break. Right. All right, so uh, let's talk about the Detroit Lions. Um, we just did a little bit, but I wanted to give you some other information. Uh, no matter how controversial or flat out wrong the officiating was at the end of the Detroit Lions, which they were, yeah, which they were, Saturday <laughs> Night Clash with the Dallas Cowgirls. Uh, the result is the result. The Lions lost the game and dropped to 11-5 on the season. And so with the loss, the Lions shot at the number one overall seed is a pretty big, long shot. And even earning the second seed feels extremely unlikely now. Now, if you're wondering how could they get to a number one seed or a number two seed, uh, some of the experts that are greater than myself uh, figured this out. Simply put, the Lions will uh, need to finish with a better record than all three teams unless they can somehow flip that Eagles tiebreaker, which happened. And so here's what needs to happen. The Lions need to beat the Vikings. This is the perfect scenario. 49ers lose to Commanders and the Rams. Cowboys, which is not going to happen. You're talking the Commanders. I mean, for yeah. one, they're, they're not going to lose to the Commanders. Uh, Cowboys lose to the Commanders, and then Eagles lose to Cardinals or Giants. And um, they have to probably have a loss in both to really move them up. Uh, to take the second overall seed, uh, there are a couple different ways that this can happen. The easiest that the NFC East teams uh, will have to lose out, which uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, but the Lions basically have to beat the Vikings again. Cowboys lose to the Commanders, which is not going to happen. Uh, well, they don't do very well on the road, though.
1: Yeah, but you also never know until the last whistle blows. That's true, and anything's up for grabs. The Cowboys the Lions, never Cowboy play teams.
0: well statistically on the road. True. So, uh, and then the Eagles lose to Cardinals and the Giants, and if that case happens, uh, then both the Eagles and Cowboys finish at eleven six to the Lions twelve five, and then yada 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 yada. yada you yada, you yada. might have a one or two seed possible, but that's a that's like that's like the miracles of the Bible right there to have that happen. At do you this, not, do at you this not this believe point, in miracles? At this yeah. point,
2: you've got you to gotta earn it, right? Right, yeah. You can't right. lose to the Bears no.
0: and the Vikings. Right. True.
2: And yeah. and expect to be the number Absolutely one Absolutely not the Bears and the Vikings. Just, yeah.
0: Although I'm a little, you know, I don't, I'm not a big Vikings guy. I don't like a lot of the stuff they do, but Cousins has a, got a great testimony. Sure, he's amazing. You know, so as a Christian, it's kind of hard to feel yeah. kind of. Yeah. So I feel like your yeah. brother, but yeah, I, no. I, pull, I pull for him. Yeah. When they yeah. play, but yeah. when they play against the Lions, it's kind of like a right. divide. It's divided house. Nah, yeah. I still go for the Lions. You still go for yeah. Oh, always the Lions. Three cousins, cousins for, but yeah. I hope you praying for your brother reception right now. <laughs> praying for your brother, but you're going down once uh, Hutchinson gets out there. Hutchinson gets out there, you're doomed. True. Down. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, some of the conspiracy theories around that game was interesting. Uh, they basically said that you know because Jerry Jones was doing the uh, Dallas nominations for. Inductees that they didn't want to suffer a loss in such an atmosphere, and so a lot of people are like they paid them off. Or the referees oh, absolutely. Being paid off. I don't know. I, or, I thought that or, was an interesting conspiracy theory.
1: Or possibly the referee had invested interest in that as well. Yeah, not just being bought off, but possibly some other motivation.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. We never know. At least they, you know, at least justice somewhat is served because they uh, are not going to be yeah. being a part of the playoff. Let's take Nighty be right back. We want you to know God more deeply, find lasting freedom, discover your destiny and make an eternal difference. More podcast. Well, it's a busy morning, uh, tweets keep coming in. Uh, you know, If you're wondering why it sounds like you're just coming into a radio show. Because basically we've been on like for three hours already. Yeah. Right. It's like a four hour radio show. Yeah. So we just come into it and you just happen to get the last hour, which is some of our best stuff. Right. Right. So I do uh, I
2: do predict in the future that we are going to do this live on video. Yeah. And so all of a sudden the fax machine is going to have to be maybe a little more apparent. (laughs) Apparent than
0: what we have right now. But (laughs) but I'm just saying. It'd be a real fax machine. We got a little more time to fake it. Go ahead. They might have one in uh like a goodwill, yeah, Maybe yeah, we can find one probably, and then we can, <laughs> we could get a little remote control, and then make it move when we need it, you know. Just yeah. don't, don't you yeah, mean yeah, we already effects. have one? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, we already, already have, one. have. We don't need to go. Yeah, to that's, go. Right. that's right. Yeah, we right. don't that's need. Right. We've already got it. Yeah, so we just pull it out. Uh, if laughter burned calories, the more podcast would be my weekly workout routine. Uh, this is uh, fitness through laughter. Uh, this is yeah, I know this. I'm about that. Yeah, I like a good that. One. I wish I could burn calories like that um, the more podcasts where i go to learn laugh and occasionally question my life choices you know what that is so true how many of us have yeah. it happen when we listen to more podcasts you well you wonder Especially why those you, cheetos protectors on our fingers right yeah oh, oh there gosh. it is there it is there it is see it's coming you got some more coming in right now uh, ptsd see that yeah that's why <laughs> we don't always we try to turn it down when we're in the studio because I mean it's going to be noisy but there you go it's proof proof we have a fax machine in yes. the studio uh, last uh, tweet here is uh, did someone forget to tell Pastor Amy that the more podcast isn't the same without her enlightening perspectives oh. Aw, we miss you. Is that one signed Pastor Alex? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Pastor I uh, like it. I don't it. know what you're talking about. Uh, so, I wanted to uh, talk to you about some uh, interesting things about New Year's resolutions and some of the things that fail every year. Uh, we're going to take an ID break and we'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> Where curiosity meets insight. Tune in, delve deeper, and discover more. All right, so uh, New Year's resolution from 2022 that failed, uh, that people have been graciously willing to give to us on the internet so we can laugh with them. Right uh but did you guys make any new year's resolutions last year
1: yes yeah and they all went through the floorboards and so yeah yeah
0: they usually do right yeah absolutely the resolution is normally you're not going to make the resolution you know it's not going to be good i think you know the statistics it's funny to see the statistics of people that say they're going to buy a gym membership on january 2nd right and then they buy it and then how long it lasts and uh planet fitness put out a statistic of that month at most yeah (laughs) just about a month that people hold on to their their uh, membership half weeks or something like yeah that. and then they're like they're done yeah and then
2: it done. Is, you know we we were taught that 40 days is the habit the new habit right it's at the 40 days and so they just don't make it right to the right brink no. of the brink of the new habit
0: true yeah well I mean, you know and it's funny how people are like i'm gonna get up early in the morning before i go to work and then and it's like i'll do it after work and then <laughs> i'll do it once a week three times a week you know it's like forget yeah. I've do it i've done that every day okay i'll do it four days a week okay, i'll go once a week Need to go to the fridge. That's right. <laughs> I used to. Uh, I used to be one of those. I, when I was younger. I used to get a yeah. gym membership and go in there and walk around and look at what equipment was there and realize that <laughs> none of it makes sense to me and I'm out of here. <laughs> it was always bad though because I go in there and I'm thinking I'm. When I was younger, I felt like I was kind of fit. And then I get in there and I'm looking at all these guys that are like buff and I'm like, I don't want to be. Here. Right. Just gonna go home. Alright, so some of the things that showed up on the internet about uh, New Year's resolutions that people made that didn't really go well. Um, somebody actually vowed that they would commun- ex- communicate exclusively in memes for the entire year. Did they actually do it? No, they, this is all fails. Oh gosh. They failed at it. That would have been epic. I was trying to think how that's even possible. I mean, I could see how you could do it on social media and on your texting. Right. But... You know, maybe that's what they meant. Uh, I, don't I think that's yeah. a, I think that's how they meant because it's yeah.
1: hard to do memes unless it's like quoting a certain meme. Yeah, like from Star Wars, Obi Wan Kenobi
0: dropping down behind uh, Grievous. Yeah, hello there. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it's He's very not, hard yeah. to do. So you'd have to use the social media thing, so Yeah. So they failed at that one. Um, here's another one that a lot of people, well, a lot of people on this one. Uh, I will finish all the DIY DIY projects I started and abandoned in 2022. That should be my dad's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a guy that has a picture up showing all the projects he has sitting on his in his garage on this bench mm-hmm. things that he started never got never got done uh i know that pastor gear you're not like that because you you're just like you're take it you go for it yeah He's you're committed yeah focused yeah i wish i had that i'm not when it comes to those kind of things i am not committed when it comes to like music and that kind of stuff i i yeah. i'm in it but when it comes to like doing stuff in my house there's like this fear i have like right now i have to put tile up on the wall for our kitchen okay and and for the backwash and stuff and you know tommy good came over and showed me how to do it great i understand how to do it yeah it's the fear of doing it and doing it wrong uh-huh. yeah you know and then i don't know how to fix my mistake and so that's what my fear is and so it's keeping me from doing this but i there's probably a lot of people do. you know yeah, yeah. my uh, brother-in-law he had some DIY projects that he did while we were down there for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. You just decided to do this? He's like, no, I've been sitting on this for six months. (laughs) (laughs) And he finally started doing it. I'm like, you gotta do it now? Yeah. I do have one one
2: little thing like that. I bought a CNC machine back in the summer. Oh, yeah. Maybe, Maybe Maybe early fall, and um, <clears throat> it's in the garage. It's all set and ready. But I have a, um, I get through the 21 days of prayer and fasting, and then I'm going to devote myself to learning the CNC machine. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. Get cranking out on some stuff. So I, I do have kind of the ability to put something there and just say, okay, here's the forecast. Here's when I get to it, and and I do pretty good at sticking to those those things. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. There's though it's gonna I be know. a you know steep learning curve and all that, yeah. but it'll be it'll be a good time.
0: I I had a brief exposure to cnc machines when i worked at Lexolite. oh yeah so they put me in the tool and die department a little bit and so every now and then what would happen is they would call me back there because i was um, one of the managers call me back there and they say we just want you to watch this door while i go take a lunch break or have to go to the bathroom whatever don't touch anything and just stand here and make sure that everything's going like it should okay and i'm like okay i can do that so that was it that was basically my training right there right it's just stand there and watch the machine do its job and then just you know yell if something starts going wrong right so i, I consider myself an expert I don't know. Uh, at least that's what i tell my wife when i come home i'm like yeah we yeah, trained on the cnc now you know no big deal it's almost <laughs> as good as being pork lift certified <laughs> uh, another one is i will be unashamed about the fact that i wear pajamas in public so somebody made that well yeah i'm, I'm not ashamed you are not. You are not ashamed. I have almost zero shame. You would be one of these people to be like, "I did it, 2022, I did it." Heck Yes, princess. I think there are a lot of people with you because whenever I go to Walmart at like 10 o'clock, Dude, Walmart is the yeah. pajama people. People are walking around in pajamas. I'm like, what is going on? There used to be a website that was the people of Walmart.
1: Yeah, and I loved
0: it. it oh so, yeah.
1: I, I saw a woman with a mullet. And yeah. Tie dyed muumuu Yeah. With a and she was. Kind of tall. She's probably about your height, yeah, and about your size. She was, she was, she was a little hefty. That, that was, did you hear him
0: just say "fat" but nicely? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you are husky, husky, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and on her arm was the skinny little dude with a rat tail, and it he was here in Pataski. And I was like, you don't see that around here. You usually see that down in like Tennessee, yeah, West Virginia. It was you don't the- see rat tails anymore.
0: <laughs> it had to be in the summer, right? It wasn't. In the- yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be going out like that. No. So yeah, this is a fail for somebody. They want to do that. Uh, another one. And this one, I, I think my wife and anybody that's gone on a mission trip can relate to, I will learn a language that I never planned to use, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think most of the ones that I've been in meetings with for Amy, you know there's always somebody that's really excited about trying to learn some of the language and then they start and then when they get ready for the trip they're like i, I quit like after a week you know it's like it's not gonna happen yeah yeah that's usually how it goes great intentions great intentions but yeah so yeah. that was another fail I, I you know just don't do that to yourself i mean when you're talking about another language it's just do um, what passage Gary does yeah
1: one one project at a time one yep. project at a time yeah then focus on then plan out for your next project but focus on that one project some of these languages don't make any sense. Russian. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Russian doesn't. Indonesia.
0: They try to teach us Indonesian before we got there. And it's like, seriously, I was, it sounds yeah. like Jar Jar Pink's talking. Really? Yeah. It was bad. So,
1: so does uh, Thai. Yeah. Taiwanese. I or, could not get like it. Thailand. It just sounds so foreign to me. And the frustrating is, thing was obvious, but when they
0: would say, would repeat this phrase, and I would repeat the phrase, and I'm thinking to myself, it sounds good. They're like, you didn't. You, you didn't, didn't say it. it right. You didn't say it right. That does not make yeah. any sense. I'm yeah. like, yeah. What the heck? Okay. Uh, another one is uh, they, they said, I will start a no regrets club. And they failed at it. Okay. So well, apparently really regret that now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's,
1: apparently, it's a,
0: a year of regrets for this person. And, no, uh, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Get <None>. that tattooed on <laughs> you. No regrets, buddy. No regrets. Yeah. yeah. None. Um, and the last one is, I will stop lying to myself about New Year's resolutions every year. I think that's probably the one that most of us can handle, and we probably should, right? What was it again? It says, I will stop lying to myself about New Year's resolutions every year. Nice. The that's fact good. is that you make them every year, yeah. and then you don't follow through it. My
1: New Year's resolution is to stop making New Year's resolutions. That's right. That's yeah. what would be
0: mine. Yeah. yeah. That'd be mine. I'm just going <laughs> to stop making them because stop. Them. why? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get ready for the Rapture News right back. Cool. Get rapture ready with your favorite host today Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex Norton As they come to you with information that you need To make it through the times coming ahead And more This should be a New Year's resolution to change this theme song Ooh, try a to sorry No, no, no don't do Pastor it. Gary? Don't mess right. with it
2: it's good. <laughs> it's good the
0: way it is, yeah. Well, uh, this week in the Rapture Ready News, uh, it's an interesting story. A pastor in China is facing false charges. Mm. Uh, the government's really ramping it up against him. Uh, it just came out uh, the first of the year. Uh, Hao Ming, a leader with uh, D. Yang... Ka O.D., here we go, learn a new language, (laughs) a reformed church who was in prison under charges of fraud after his house uh, church refused to join China's state-controlled body that regulates Protestant churches, has refused to confess his crime and accept the charges in exchange for his release. According to an update from China Aid, a U.S.-based Christian rights organization, authorities with Chinese Communist Party are urging... Heo Ming, an elder with D Yang, and I'm not going to say the last name of the reformed Church, to confess and accept the charges, assuring release if he changes lawyers. However, he has declined the proposal. How Ming and another uh, church elder Wu Jiannan, for I'm sorry, I. I I'm not laughing because this is a bad situation, but those names are hard. Uh, we're detained by D. Yang uh, police on November 17, 2021, along with several church members. Uh, two days later, both elders were criminally detained on fraud charges while the others were released. And then on December 25th, 2021, their families received arrest notices also alleging fraud. In early December 2022, their trial commenced at Jingyang District Court in Dingyang City, uh, facing fraud charges involving approximately 560,000 yen. Is it? Yen, Yen. 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 Uh, which is around $79,000 in American money and 10 years in jail. So basically, this guy is not giving in to the communist church. And uh, so they're bringing up fraud charges and saying that he embezzled $79,000, which uh, apparently to the article I was reading further, they don't even have, nobody in the church has that kind of money. Wow. So, yeah. So just, this is like trumped up charges the whole way through. And so January 1st, 2023, uh, basically it's an update saying that he's still in jail for these fraud charges and the government's still trying to get him to, to give in to. Hey, when is the Chinese government ever like? Right, of course. Right. And they know what they're talking about. What's wrong with a socialist or a communist uh, uh in China yeah communist uh church I mean what's wrong with that nothing yeah it's interesting because the communist church in China basically they've rewritten the bible to um encompass their beliefs uh political beliefs and ideology and uh so they're trying to get all these churches to
1: kind of like what Kim Jong-un did with all education in North Korea yeah 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 like how he proved that two plus two isn't four or something like
0: that yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. It, it does. I mean, it, if you look at it the way he looked at it, it makes total sense. Absolutely. Right? I mean, two plus two equals fish. Right. Well, we had that for a while, too, with Obama math. True. You and got by, and were Now you by NIMA. Bidenomics. Yeah. Bidenomics. Yeah. yeah. You got that, too. But I mean, just yeah, the cubes. You remember the cubes? Cube math? No, uh, I hate cube math. I was like, what did, the, you know, because right, when we went to school, you had to memorize the multiplication table. Right. Yeah. That was part of it. And all this other stuff to get you prepared. Well, Obama, you know, I remember being in some of the cities in the, in the southern region where kids were sent home with a bag of cubes, cube sticks and cubes and stuff. That's how they did the math. And it was like a whole new thing. And I'm it sitting is. there going, for all that work you're doing to try to figure that out, let me show you a real easy way that I learned from, you right. know, Coach Hewitt, you know, back in the day. Right. And go wrong, sense. Coach Hewitt. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, So we definitely need to pray for this. This pastor, this poor pastor's going through it. Absolutely. And his family, you know, I mean, they're all, uh, I don't, they don't have the money to pay this fraud charge. So they're likely going to find themselves. Uh, Finally being accused and put in jail for 10 years, Mm. which um, from what I understand, Christian people in Chinese prisons are not treated well. And uh, so we need to pray for uh, Pastor Heo Ming and his family and, uh, you know, just be praying that God brings him freedom somehow. Um, uh, Also, they're saying that uh, over 200 churches a day, house churches are being shut down by the uh, Chinese police. So they find them, shut them down, and they start up somewhere else and shut them down. So it's 200 a day is what they're saying, according to China Aid. That's happening. 200 a day. You got any thoughts on that? great leader pastor no
2: we we just gotta keep praying for the underground church there yeah because it's thriving it's doing oh that. yeah and we know that anytime that persecution comes against the church it leaves the church in a more powerful pure state yeah a more passionate to follow god so what the enemy means for evil god will always turn it and make something out of it Amen. we need to pray it's legit they're going to prison for years it's trumped up yeah yeah i mean that whole
0: thing is just a trumped up charge it really is. Yeah. There's no way they'd be able to afford to, to take care of that. And, and like you said, uh, and to the China not they don't have that kind of money. No. So I don't know where they're talking about embezzlement. Uh, let's take an ID break, and we will be right back with Harbor Light Bible Trivia. Woohoo! hoo Wait, you just jumped into a whole hornet's nest of awesomeness. I'm just saying right now, you better get yourself ready because we got more stuff for you on the Mo Podcast. Louise! Louise! Come on! Over here because we're getting ready for the mall podcast. I can't believe it's Bible tribute time. I mean, it seems like it's been a long time. It since It's been year. a long time. Uh, we got rid of those awesome gifts that you uh, gave to the more podcast yeah, uh, we, salespeople. people.
2: We were able to bless a couple of people with that, and uh, Linda Murray. I hear that she got the spurtle uh, made out spurtle. Yeah. yeah, made hand carved out of black walnut. Sweet, and, that was uh, that's cool. Smell. It's also it also makes for a really good coffee stirring stick. Yeah, and, as well as porridge. If yeah. you're into porridge, you know, you can use it for that. It's I a Scottish, porridge. Yep, yeah. Scottish oh, yeah. uh, instrument for uh, stirring porridge. I, I eat it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, and then at uh, least Kay made some nut clusters with dark chocolate and oh. gave them out to Alan yeah. Kaburski, right? And, yeah. And uh, so he was pretty happy too. and um, Made I did, his Christmas. I did quality control check a couple of them before. Of course, they went yeah. Out, but, yeah. Of course. Uh, they were good stuff.
0: I would do that. Do we, I definitely
2: what do we have coming up in the next month for the big giveaway?
0: Uh, we've got to work on that. Okay. You know, as we affectionately call you around here, Pastor Pocketbook, we got to talk about yeah, what mm-hmm. we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think
2: we get to work in the shop. Yeah. Get to, Yay!
0: We could do that. It, you know, we also can, if you want, we could print off some more, more podcast shirts because we really only printed off three last time we did it. Oh, yeah. Big run. Yeah, we did a real <laughs> big run uh, just to see if we liked them or not. So we could print off a couple more of those. Uh, we could talk to our connection with the uh, Chinese sweatshops, uh, Pastor Matt, see if we can get some more put together Yeah, and uh, get some, you know, ready to go if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people would love those. Okay. I mean, do
2: you think the hats were okay?
0: The hats were awesome.
2: Yeah. I got, I got a few more hats I could do up,
0: but I'm, I'm thinking, I, I think because, you know, we are a frugal podcast and mm-hmm. because we want to, you know, mm-hmm. work with the Lord's money the way it should. I think we are saving a lot of this now for the, the main question okay. yeah okay right because the giving it away every week mm-hmm. we were just we ran out of stuff like as soon as we got it okay yeah sean meyer gave us a whole bunch of stuff and that went super quick and um,
2: we'll never forget the uh the little jesus dolls that um came the up jesus
0: recently. doll yeah the jesus dolls they were a big big thing yeah for people that never listened to the podcast yeah
2: i might have a couple things that we just found yesterday so i got i got some stuff i'll bring in.
0: Yeah, sweet. Okay. <laughs> this we, got, the, we got some
1: stuff. Don't worry about it. This
0: is the uh, commitment to a uh, goodwill version of the podcast where you just bring stuff in. We have a fax machine that we're giving away. This was,
2: this was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. The official more podcast uh, fax machine. Uh, but people like that kind of memorabilia, you know, mm-hmm. when they get that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think we should get, I think we should get some hats and shirts together because we, we should, we need to have people walking around with that stuff. Did you notice our more podcast decal over by the coffee connection? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, you should look over there. Okay, we uh, got a decal over there. So, All right, so we didn't have a question before we left for Christmas break, right?
2: But now, we're oh, now off, we do. We're starting a brand new series this coming Sunday, and it's called the Lord's the 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 real Lord's Prayer. So oh, the, the, real the real Lord's, Lord's Prayer. Prayer.
0: This is good. Yeah. yeah,
2: and um, so my my question is going to be based on my talk that's coming up this weekend. Yeah, and uh, what happens to branches that um are cut off? So what oh, happens to yeah. branches that are cut off mm. in uh, John when we give the reference area?
0: Yeah, just the. General chapter. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. Cha- John chapter seventeen. What happens to branches? that get cut yeah. off.
0: Yeah, used for switches. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what would happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, what you make them into? Toothpicks. At Pastor Gary's yeah. house, he puts them on his lathe and makes them yeah. into toothpicks. That's there what you go. Does. Yeah, custom go. turned, custom turned <laughs> toothpicks. <laughs> well, you pretty pretty yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Well, if you want to be a part of this, all you have to do is uh, write your answer into harborlightbibletrivia at gmail.com, harborlight at gmail.com and let us know your answer. Uh, I was thinking, you know what we should do too? Somehow if we could mm-hmm. create a Sunday bingo okay. that we could use Ooh. for the pot, more podcasts, but if it happened during Sunday service, listen to your sermon. Okay. And people could mm-hmm. go through it and, and then, then like
2: Okay. And then yell out bingo when they get Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. no.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, what they can do is just email <laughs> us. With their, uh, the first one that emails those with the right, mm. the, you know, the right information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it'd be kind of fun. And then it, it would be fun. Maybe people, you know, listen even more intently to the service because yeah. they're waiting for you to say certain phrases or certain letters and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun. That's yeah. Good. That would sound like fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. Or they can, they can find me at the service after the, after the service and True. give me their paper. The first one gives me the paper. Boom. You're the winner. Bye-bye. Bob's your uncle. I learned that phrase. Bob's your week. uncle? Nice. Yeah. And there's yeah, the rub. I don't know if my, my my brother-in-law kept saying it a lot, but he kept saying, and and Bob's, Bob's your uncle. uncle. Yeah, and I'm like, what does that mean? Have you ever heard that before? I Just recently. Yeah. yeah. It, Where does that come from? England, probably. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing. Bob's your uncle. I'm going to look that up. How they Kevin, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to uh, get ready for Bible Talk and be right back. Well, Pastor uh, Hunter Kilpatrick spoke last Sunday about good fruit, and he talked about what does that look like for Christians. He said all comes, it all comes down to us being connected, dependent, and consistent with our relationship with Christ and with others. So what kind of fruit are you producing? Well, in John fifteen four, we read these words, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Uh, it's a lot of good information there. Uh, trying to understand who who Jesus is expecting us to be mm-hmm. as his followers. I, I've often thought that was probably the best um, expression that Jesus gave us, you know, trying to understand this discipleship and all relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. What does it really mean? And so, um, uh, for me, I've read John 15 a lot because it's just one of those things that you just kind of want to refresh yourself with. Yeah. But Jesus is really upfront about it. He's really upfront about what he's looking for. And although he uses these illustrations of, of vines and branches and all this other stuff, fruit, um, it really does seem to make sense when you think about the Christian experience because other disciples talked about it. Paul talks about it in Galatians five, um, but fruit seems to be a big thing to help us understand how it works because I think we all can relate with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Pastor Gary, uh, I wanted to uh, kind of do a little Bible discussion because we weren't able to get Hunter in the studio, so I thought we'd do a little deep deep dive in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look at verses uh, 1 through 11 about this idea of the true vine. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it once you read it here. But we're, I wanted to read John 15, 1 through 11, and then we'll I'll talk about it in just a minute.
2: Sure. All right. Uh, so here we go. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do produce produce fruit so that they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and if you cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like useless branches and withers. So the branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and in my word, words remain in you, you may also ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great joy to my Father. I have loved you even as my Father has loved me. Remain in me my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with My joy. Yes, your joy will overflow.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's interesting symbolism that Jesus uses. He kind of breaks it down on two different two different people are being represented here, right? Yes. So we got Jesus, and then we got people that He's calling us as believers or followers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just state the obvious pastor gary who is jesus in this in this uh section
2: well he is the true grapevine so he's the one yeah. that supplies the sap and supplies the nourishment that we need as believers yeah
0: why you know what, why do you think that symbolism is used for him i mean you just mentioned some things there but i mean uh jesus is considers himself to be the the main trunk or the main mm-hmm. section of what's happening with the fruit mm-hmm. um why do you think Jesus puts him in that position instead of saying something else? Why was that so important yeah, why, and crucial?
2: Why didn't he take the role of the gardener? Right, yeah. Right? That might be. Yeah. make a little more sense to us. But, you know, it's, uh, it's through Christ Jesus that we have access to the Father. It's, it's, so we've been grafted in. Mm-hmm. This, this connection point is through Christ Jesus. And so I think that's why he calls himself the grapevine, and then we're the branches, yeah. and we're the extension of who he is towards the world. And so I think that, to me, seems to make the most sense. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that, too?
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I think it's really focused around this idea of the connection, right? Mm-hmm. It's the most intimate aspect of the tree, creating the fruit. The, that branch is the main source of bringing everything that's needed to make that fruit happen. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen anywhere else. You don't grow grapes on the side of a, of the, the tree or the, what would you call it, coming out of the ground. That's still a vine. Yeah, that's yeah. the vine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the main trunk of the vine. It, you don't yeah. see that happening. It comes out at the end mm-hmm. of the branches. So Correct. it's a very intimate connection point. I think that was uh, very interesting. I don't know if
2: people know this, but um, you know, I have a, a small vineyard myself yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. have about 40, I think somewhere in the 40 range of vines and uh, right out in our front area. And this last year was just a bumper crop, just really great. Nice. We, we took, um, we picked a whole bunch that uh, we pressed down. And mm-hmm. um, so we, we didn't do the traditional model of getting Lisa in the bucket with the bare feet, but <laughs> they play a little <laughs> guitar while but she's doing it. Yeah. I do have some friends that actually their wives do that, but uh, we put it in an apple, apple cider press and then we pressed out the grapes that way. And uh, so we got about 11 gallons of uh, concentrated grape juice. Yeah. And uh, so it, it turned out pretty good.
0: And yeah, it, I, uh, I think I've had some of that. Yeah. yeah we've had it here a at Harbor
2: Light lots of times over the years when it comes to communion. Yeah. Uh, especially around the, you know, 21 days of prayer and fasting. We'll have Are we gonna communion at the end uh, with uh, with this grape juice that we've made.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, Sweet. nothing compared to the communion that we had in staff meeting. Yes, we had <laughs> grape very juice. Interesting. And, yeah.
2: What was that? Grape juice. No, what did we have that? Day? We had
0: that stuff from Indonesia, the, the water. Oh, that yeah, was turned that's to right. Yeah. yeah. And then I can't remember the other uh, element, which was cookie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was cookies. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was the most memorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're talking about communion like that, yeah. It takes another level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, super awesome. So the believer are the branches. Uh, um, I mean, Jesus is the vine and the believers are the branches of the things that come off of that, that create the mm-hmm. yeah, the fruit. So um, it's interesting because that branch, if it's not doing well, it's not going to grow fruit regardless of the vine that's coming from, right? right? Yes. So that branch is, you know, could be dead, mm-hmm. you know, from your experience with the, the grape. Um, so what? there's a lot of symbolism there. Yes. Like what that means. Isn't it yeah. funny
2: that we find, you know, God's the gardener. He's the one that does the pruning. Yeah. Then we have the main fine. That is Jesus. And then yeah. we are the branches. And then the branches fall into one of two categories. Yeah, You know, there's the ones that produce fruit and the ones that don't. Right. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no middle ground. You're right. either producing fruit or not producing fruit. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that's kind of interesting. So there are believers, uh, who don't produce fruit, but Jesus has a lot of words to say to them. Yeah. If yeah. you're not producing fruit and he has a lot of uh, encouragement for those that are. Then, yeah, the so issue. we want to yeah. be—we want to be obviously the people that are producing fruit.
1: And right. It's, it's, it's very interesting when you think about that one part of the verse where it says that He loves you just as He has loved me, and mm-hmm. He's and when we're talking about pruning, yeah, and all that, and then cutting away the dead branches and pruning, so we grow more fruit. I think it's a little bit more. Um, no, what's the word? Meaningful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it—it it takes on a whole new meaning, even though it doesn't seem like it. It seems like we're being cut off from the branch.
0: Yeah, but
1: we're not. It, it's actually helping us grow.
0: Yeah. Cause then it's, it's yeah. kind of like, okay. the yeah, yeah. That's I really know what you're powerful.
2: saying. Yeah. So, um, so let me talk to you a little bit about my experience this last year. So yeah. in the springtime, that's when you uh, do most of your pruning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you prune up any of the the branches that uh, seem wild are kind of going all over the place because they grow a lot when you're not paying attention. Right. And yeah. uh, so they're all over the place. So you prune them up and in the springtime, what you have is the main vine and you have these little nubbies sticking off mm-hmm. and, um, and you kind of plan out where the nubbies are going to be. And uh, because you have to, a certain um, harvesting ladder that you want them to stay on. Okay. Yeah. And so at the end of the pruning in the springtime, you've got this giant, giant pile of branches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but if you don't do that, then you're going to get little little bitty grapes or little bitty uh, or, or none at all, right? And right. so when you walk away after pruning, it looks like you just destroyed this vine. <laughs> right. It looks yeah. terrible. Yeah. But when it kicks in, it really starts growing and it will grow. I mean, 10 feet is not not an exaggeration. Yeah. And, um, and they'll produce lots of fruit when you do that. So pruning helps produce more fruit. Yeah. Yes, which I like It's kind of crazy, like you said. It
0: seems a little bit backwards. Yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Because you're walking away, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I just, just destroyed it? this thing. Uh, I think that speaks to the the idea that a lot of translations say abiding in Christ, mm-hmm. which is this this you know unspoken trust that the plant has with the gardener. Mm-hmm. Um, that what they have to do is important for its overall mm-hmm. health, and and you do that when you abide in Christ. You realize that my connection, my uh, trust in this process is, is better for me in the future. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the branch never, I don't think any of the binds are talking to you or branches. Maybe sometimes I don't know, (laughs) but yeah, the whole idea of, of abiding is then this idea of I'm trusting the gardener to do what he needs to do. And so I'm stepping back as a branch and allowing God to uh, remove what needs to be removed, prepare so I can grow the proper way and move So mature. let me ask you two guys. So what does pruning
2: look like in your life? What What is God doing mm-hmm. to help produce more effective, good, healthy fruit? Uh, what What pruning have you been through in your lives that mm-hmm. you would like to recognize that God did something?
0: Yeah. Mike, do you, you got anything? Oh, me first. Okay. Yeah, yeah put me on, the spot. Okay. I'm putting
1: you on the spot because I'm yeah. taking the drink. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'd say opening up of my eyes and about a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. especially after um, my grandmother passed away right before Thanksgiving last year, um, put a lot of things in, into perspe- perspective. Um, and then I lost all the weight and then I gained all the weight. And I'm, I've been thinking about it um, the past few weeks and past month. Mm-hmm. And he's shown me a lot of growth and also the areas where I do need to grow more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, patience is one of them, um, being slow to anger, being more forgiving and kindness. Yeah. Um, so I think he's done a lot for me in the, just in the last couple of months. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. That's awesome. No problem. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I think, uh, for me, I mean, I've just really been, um, you know, because I'm a weirdo, I started looking at some of the old, uh, things that are happening in the church as far as prayer time getting ready for prayer. And, uh, I just kept noticing over and over again, the power of confession Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, to sit before the Lord or to pray at some point to yourself, but you're not just praying in the sense of I'm asking God for something or I'm praying for someone else, but the, the vulnerable part of it where I say, okay, I need to confess this or whatever it is. And then, uh, some of the confessions are really, you know, particular, like Pray for this thing, whatever you know it is, you know. And, and we've mentioned before how the Holy Spirit brings stuff back to your mind of things that need, that need to be fixed. Yeah. Um, I just think that um, this act of confession is so important. We talked about it today in uh, prayer time, mm-hmm. uh, how important it is. I, I think sometimes, it, at least I've noticed in my own life, I'm sure everybody would understand what I'm saying, but we, we kind of overlook it, right? Um, maybe we say, I'm sorry, God, you know, kind of move on. But an act of confession um, is... Not just you saying my bad, and I'm, I'm, you know, okay, God, you know, I made a mistake, sorry. Mm-hmm. But the act of confession is always with contrition. It always, there's always some physical result that, it, that happens from it. Like, mm-hmm. so when I get up from that that place of confession, I'm going to go make it right. We got to do something to make it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's the part that the healing begins to happen mm-hmm. is when the confession is um, activated by action. Right. You know, because I can believe in through God's grace and mercy that He has forgiven me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But if I just keep that a private thing, what's really being changed? Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. I, I made the damage, or caused the problem. Now I right. need to fix it, right? Because
2: most of our most of the sins that we participate in, even though we think maybe they're isolated just to us, they yeah. do affect our family or our friends or our church. And yeah. the Bible actually says when when one part of the body hurts or messes up, it affects the whole. yeah. Right? yeah. A little sin affects the whole lump. Right, and yeah. so we think we've got this thing isolated, but it hasn't. And so it's very true that I confess my sins to the Lord. He forgives me immediately, but there's still some work that needs to be done mm-hmm. to uh, reconcile with the people that I've affected.
1: Yeah. That's, it's hard to see other people's, uh, wh- the consequences of your actions that affects other people. Yeah. With horse blinders on. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. That's good. That's very hard. That's, that's very good. Yeah. Because I mean, you can, I mean, you can go back and think of, of a time where some sin that you've allowed to take root or to be affecting your life will affect other people Mm -hmm. through your emotions, your thoughts, your actions, all those things affect other people. Right. And, uh, you know, even though you're saying, well, they don't really, they weren't really a part of what I did wrong. The fact is it does affect other people, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, yeah. And that's a, it's a good
2: motivator that I use, uh, occasionally when, I'm tempted to do or say something that I shouldn't, you know, Mm -hmm. then I realize that this is going to cost the people that I love the most. Right. It's going to cost them in some way. And so it kind of helps, you know, put the harness on things a little bit. Yeah.
0: But... Well, because, one, you know, one thing we all know, our mouth gets in trouble. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we say things offhand right. sometimes. and So mean to. speaking
2: about pruning, um, there's another aspect of pruning that I think that we should take into mind. There are certain times in our lives where maybe something gets uh, eliminated, maybe mm-hmm. a hobby or some type of an activity that we're involved in. Because of whatever reason, the Lord prunes that out, but then that gives more space and energy and time to be able to devote something more towards, you know, the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and I think that... When we experience those things, sure, we might, you know, kind of begrudgingly say, "All right, God, I'm open to that," because we have to give up something yeah, in right, really yeah, life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but it's important to realize that the Lord's going to produce lasting, good, wholesome fruit in your life when He prunes things away. Right. Uh, pruning can be ugly. Pruning can be painful, but pruning always produces uh, more fruit. So, right? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, it's 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 in the obedience, right? It's yeah. not necessarily in the process, it's in the obedience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obedience always precedes the process. Yeah. So you commit yourself to whatever it is that you need to fix in your life, mm-hmm. whatever okay. it is, or whatever God needs to do in your life. And then the process happens. And that's why some, you know, some people sit around forever, never experiencing a change in a certain area or a change in their own life, because they're still not willing to be obedient in what God's wanting them to start the process with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they sit there basically in stall mode or parked on the side of the road wondering why things aren't happening. Yeah. And you know, you can complain and say all you want that, you know, the guards are not doing a good job, is not doing the right thing. But the truth is you have to at least start the process with obedience. That's how it always starts. I mean, you could probably mention sitting here, how many people in the Bible that God's first interaction with somebody is a conversation on are you willing to do this? Right. Yeah, yeah it's not, like I'm going to do this.
2: Yeah, I went through that list not too long ago, right? Yeah. With when I did the Joseph talk on yeah. Christmas Eve yeah. day, you know, here's here's Gideon, here's Moses, here's yeah. Abraham, every one of them, yeah, giants Job. of the faith, right? Giants of the yeah. faith, every one of them are like, yeah, I can't do it. Here's my excuse. Right. Joseph, no, not a single excuse. Yeah. Got up in the middle of the night and moved his family to Egypt to save save their lives. He obeyed immediately. Right. Every single time. So yeah. Most of the time we see people give an excuse or some other yeah, yeah, yeah. reason that they can't obey the Lord Especially and what nowadays. To. Yeah.
0: And I think yeah, I think you're right. I mean and if we, we, we're running out of time, but if we looked at the next part of the passage about twelve to seventeen, um, it talks about love being a major factor in the relationship. Mm. Um and I was wondering if you could read that. You got oh, it up okay, there. okay, yeah. yeah. I can do that. Uh, 12 through 17. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so here it goes. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. In the same way. That's the real key phrase yeah, there, yeah. right? Um, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I have no longer called you slaves because the master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father has told me.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we say that word a lot, but the love that Jesus is talking about is not just a love that says, you know, like when we're walking down the street, hey, man, I love you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it is the fact that it is a commitment. It's almost, almost if you look at the word, I'm sure you've looked at it in the Greek, it's almost like a, a commitment, a contract, mm-hmm. love. It's a a love that basically makes a commitment to them as their family, blood, relative blood relationship that we're connected. And it goes along the lines with everything you talked about with the, the vines and the branches and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a real commitment. And so when he's saying, you know, my relationship with the father is, is we're one, your relationship with me as a a branch of the vine, you want to be one, we should be one. And so what does that look like? I mean, what do we do to make that? And, And I think, um, uh, Hunter brought that out really well with his three points where he said, we have to have this mindset of being connected. We have to be dependent on the vine and we have to be consistent with the relationship. Yeah. I think those three things are very, very crucial mm-hmm. to that whole idea of understanding what love is. True. Because anything outside of that is not going to work. Right. Right. Because right. if I'm not connected to Jesus, but I'm I'm connected to the thought of Jesus or the, the church that I go to, that's what I'm connected to, then you're not going to produce anything. Right. 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 The relationship is about Jesus, right? And the dependence is the same thing. I mean, you know, what what do you think?
2: Well, I think um, I'm going to be speaking here uh, this weekend uh, at a Harborlight Christian School board retreat. And uh, one of the things that we try to do at Harborlight Christian School is to keep uh, the spirituality, keep the, the the table water table of the spirit uh, super high mm-hmm. in this in the school. And uh, there's a lot of people, uh, even in Christianity, that are disconnected from the local body of church. Yeah the local body of Christ. And because of that, they're disconnected and they're not producing the fruit that could be just thinking if they are connected, then the body gets stronger.
0: Right. right yeah. And
2: when you're disconnected, you eventually dry up and die. That's, yeah. what, the, that's what the passage is talking about. Right, yeah. So I believe that there's an important, you know, dependence and connection to God through our own personal relationship, but it's also the public
0: relationship with yeah, the yeah. Um, body of Christ. I think you're right on the money. I think because literally, I think one of the biggest lies of double right now is that the church does not need to exist. Right. that I can worship God on my own. I can just watch him on YouTube. I can find any any way possible to worship him outside of that situation. And but the church me, is Christ.
2: Yeah, let me tell right. you something, folks. And you know, I'm getting kind of sitting up straight in my yeah. Here my go. Seat old, right now. we go. Yeah. We uh, it says in the end times that uh, there's going to be a great apostasy. There's going to be this great falling away, a mm-hmm. great rebellion against God, and oh, yeah. the church is going to get split right down the middle. Yeah, and um, and I believe that we're on the the precipice of that taking place yeah. of that big. Uh, big separation and um, right now there's a famous uh, Christian magazine out there Christianity Today Mm -hmm. and they wrote an article that said that Jesus really was a Palestinian uh, Jew and and a couple other things that were you know he's an Asian guy all kinds of stuff so you know even even our big
1: Korean Jesus
2: yeah even our big uh, our big Christian uh, foundational you know, companies and stuff like that are going to start venturing off the trail. Folks, you better be connected to the word and be connected to a local church that preaches the Bible, believes the Bible, and sticks to the Bible. Right, yeah. I
1: I saw this TikToker video of those guys saying it was either either New Year's or it was Christmas. I can't remember which one. It was Christmas. Mm -hmm. Because he was talking about, as we're celebrating, you know, the birth of this dude, right, Uh, just remember, and he was born in Bethlehem, which is in Palestine. So we're going to be celebrating a Palestinian. I was like, I didn't uh, know that was a thing until you just said that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's blowing hot air. But no, apparently it's a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, there's. Well, you know, we're if you if you're for Israel right now, you're a Zionist. You know, you're, you're and it's a negative thing now, right? Yeah. juice. Yeah, yeah. You're you're bad, and um, so it's just ridiculous. One of the things that I I saw this last week, and I told my wife, I said, I'm I'm getting one of those shirts. Right. It's a, a blue square, mm. and it represents Israel. Okay, yeah. and the fight that they're having right now, okay, trying to just hold what they have, you know. And so the blue square is supposed to represent it. And it was put out by. Um, the, the government and people that are, are for Israel and associated with it. And I thought that was a really cool thing. But the interesting thing is the backlash from oh, yeah. people that don't want Israel to exist. And they're trying to point that blue square to other uh, propaganda that is bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing to do with Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just ridiculous. And uh, so, you know, the whole thing is just is just uh, moving in the wrong direction. But the church definitely needs to know, mm-hmm what we need to know yeah, to, right. to be ready and, you know, stay, connected, stay connected. And and I think that if you start hearing anybody saying that I don't need church or churches should not need to exist. We don't need to have churches. That's the, that's a lie of the devil. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Literally that's a lie of the devil because Jesus said in Ephesians uh chapter four and five, that he is the church mm-hmm. and the the church is his, is him. Mm-hmm.
2: So when He's we're together, head, we're the body, we're, right. we're all, we're yeah. all together. Yes.
0: Uh, and so when we have church, mm-hmm. it's an example of who Jesus is in the world. Yeah. yeah. And so we need to get back to that. And, and uh, you know, there are a lot of people, you know, I know there's house churches that, you know, say, well, we don't need to have a you know, regular church service or regular being a part of another church or whatever. Um, you know, it just seems like it'd be a slippery slope moving in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming more and more of a thing. And then you got, of course, all the deconstructionists to yeah. talk about out there. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I'll be the first one to be out there with my billboard. You you should be in church. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing wrong. If you're going to, like you said, a Bible believing church, Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're not always going to get it right, Mm -hmm. but there's no one here creating a cult, right? There's no one here putting themselves above Jesus. Right. And so if Jesus is high and lifted up and he's the center of everything, Mm -hmm. then you should be a part of a church, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I tell you, you know, if, if you're looking for a good church to be a part of Harbor light definitely is, I mean, We've had our we've had our moments in history, whatever we've had our bad times, good times, but we've stuck to we stuck together as a community. Mm-hmm. That's what family does, right? We yeah. accept and stuck to yeah. God's word. Yeah, we stuck to God's word, and we're accept we accepted um, you know God's work in our lives, and it's not been something where you know we're trying to be something that we're not. But right. right. Um, yeah, but long legacy of that. Uh, well, we got to cut it, uh, cut it off here. Just good talk. Thanks, guys. It was good. No yeah, Hi. real good. And so, Pastor Gary, you're gonna be talking about this chapter next week. Yes, I'll be oh, talking this about
2: this for the next three weeks, actually. Yeah. And uh, the the it's broken out in three sections, and so we'll cover the three sections. But I do want to clarify that I gave the wrong reference uh, oh. <laughs> to the uh, trivia question. So Uh-oh. it's in John chapter 15, not. John Chapter 17. So oh, yeah, yeah. 15, well, you know, find out what happens to the branches. We've already, <laughs> I already read it to you. The answer has already been given to you, but yeah, right, yeah. listen in close and then you can
0: get the answer. It's all good, yeah. You know, there you go. You might find a, a word binding there somewhere. I yeah. don't know, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's it for us. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, until then, uh, Arrivederci. yeah, I like that. Thank you. That's good.
1: We want you to know, find, discover, change with us.
2: More podcast-ending transmission. Now.